we have, we have a crisis in this city. The crisis is the city's in gridlock when it comes to traffic. There's gridlock at City Hall, but there's gridlock everywhere in this city. Housing. We have a housing crisis that nothing is getting done whatsoever with housing, and the infrastructure is crumbling right underneath our feet. And uh, the city government uh, just goes around and around in circles. Give you an example: the Scarborough subway uh, was voted on eight times from all different governments, including my brothers. Now I always say, you know, David Miller couldn't get transit built. Uh, That's Ontario Premier Doug Ford talking, of course, about Ontario Superior Court Justice Edward Balababa's ruling today, saying no to the Better Local Government Act, known as Bill Five. He writes, I find that the province's enactment in the middle of the city's election substantially interfered with the municipal candidate's freedom of expression that is guaranteed under Section 2 of the Charter. Well, this justice is not the only person who can invoke the Charter. Doug Ford is doing just that. A tweet from Attorney General Karen Mulroney says Section 92 of the Constitution makes it clear that the province has exclusive jurisdiction over municipalities. That's why we're appealing the ruling and we'll be introducing legislation to invoke Section 33, a little something called the Notwithstanding Clause, the first time that this has been used in Ontario's history. We're getting a lot of reaction about this from, from across the province. We're getting your calls and we're hearing from, from politicians all over. John Tory, the mayor, posting to social media that he just met with Justin Trudeau. He says, thanks for standing up for democratic principles and so forth as we talked about this issue. Wow. What does that suggest? Getting the feds into it, siding against Ford. What do city council members think about it? We're joined now by Councillor Joe Mahevic, who represents Ward 21, St. Paul's West, in the city of Toronto. Good evening, Councillor Mahevic. Welcome to Global News Radio. Good evening. Good to be on your show. Uh, thanks very much uh, for joining us. I, I understand you were running for re-election in what would have been Ward 21, and then you realized you had to run for re-election in these sort of split wards that were up to contention. And now you've learned something new today, that perhaps you will be going back to the original plan. Yes, it, it's been certainly uh, an emotionally charged roller coaster in the morning with the decision of the, of the uh, judge. Uh, we thought we were going back to the 47 Warren model, and then by uh, 2 o'clock, it, it appears that the premier in his, uh, and his cabinet are, are looking at uh, cutting us down to 25, uh, even though the decision of the judge was, uh, was very clear and unambiguous that it was a violation of our charter rights and freedoms. <clears throat> and the specific pieces that he referred to, um, to put it uh, uh, colloquially, is that you can't change the rules of the game in the middle of the game. The judge said, yes, you have the right to do this, but you must do it after this election for the next election. And, of course, that's also good government. You can't just impose this two months before an election and then not think that it has implications in your whole the whole structure of local government, given the way it, it, it is run now. So the justice made a call. That's why we have judges, is to make those tough calls to review all the evidence, to review all the legislation, and make that call. That's the essence of a good democracy, that you have a balance of powers between the judiciary and the legislative branches of government. Sorry? Now, now, Councillor, this was, of course, one judge who made this ruling. Ford's appealing it now, and then it will probably go to several judges 
in that appeals process. And you said it was a, a, a firm ruling. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of questions people have about it that he sort of waxes a bit poetic on the size of, 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 uh, of, of council seats. And then also does this weird thing where he writes crickets, you know, in, in, in one of the one of the whole sections, almost in, in a joking way. Were you concerned about the robustness of the ruling? Because there are some legal commentators. Emmett McFarlane, who is not a conservative minded individual, has done uh, some work for the liberal government, I believe, has been very critical about this, as as a lot of other legal experts. They say this ruling is, is kind of an odd one. Well, then the appropriate response would be to appeal it. And they are appealing it, but it's I think what people find most troubling is that they will, one way or the other, impose the notwithstanding clause to get their way. And that is the major, major breach that I think have uh, people really, frankly, up in arms that they are willing to, if the judiciary decides one way, and if the ruling is upheld, that they will go to the notwithstanding clause and basically as a way of saying, we don't care about your rights, we don't care about due process, we don't care about your rights and freedoms, we are going to do this willy-nilly. If you do that for a ward council races, election races, and imagine what else, what else is down the road. And in fact, that's what the, the Premier said uh, today, that he's willing to do it in other cases as well. So we, we have the sex ed uh, lawsuit before us. We have the basic income pilot lawsuit before us. Is this a Premier that is going to basically be saying, we don't care about your rights and freedoms. Well, well hold on a we second, though. Away. We're going to uh, we're going to call that clause up. Councillor Mahavik, both those examples that you gave, those, those were things that it, it's no surprise that Doug Ford would have those views. The basic income thing is something sort of consistent with the PC party uh, philosophy. And of course, the sex ed thing is something they campaigned heavily on. And, and he, it was in his leadership. I mean, he has a clear mandate for it, even if there are people who don't agree with it. And I think that's the, the meat and potatoes of why they're they're bringing in uh, this um, the, the notwithstanding clause here, because they go, you know, come on, it's within our right to do this. And the judge does not dispute it. It's really just the timing of it all that the judge disputes. That's correct. That's correct. It's the timing that is in dispute. It's not the ability of the province to do it. It's the ability of the province to do it for this election. And that's why we have a judiciary, is to make those those nuanced and very carefully thought through uh, <clears throat> decisions that say how they can basically make the law consistent with all other pieces of legislation. So would you have supported this bill if it had been introduced the day after the Toronto election, as in after anybody had uh, had, had done their stuff in the 47 ridings? Would you have supported this legislation? Well, I, I don't think that 25 councillors is the way to go. However, I would have supported, I would not have supported a, a lawsuit at that point because we've tested this in the 1997 megacity election that it is not something that you can you can that is not with it is within the powers of the provincial government to to impose that structure the question is is it within the powers of the provincial legislature to impose it in the middle of the game in the middle of the election period where people have already spent all kinds of money and done all kinds of work and made all kinds of sacrifices and where there's an expectation and, and where the city has done two years of preparation, can you abort it at that point? And the answer that the justice made today, the judge made today, was that you can't do that in the mid-course. You have to wait either before or after, but not during. All right. got to leave it at that. Uh, city Councillor Joe Mahavik, thanks for joining us. And I guess I can say you are now running for re-election in St. Paul's Ward 
21. Is that correct? Is that how it stands? Uh, St. Paul's Ward 12 would be if the the Doug Ford proposal makes its way through Parliament. If it does, and then if it doesn't. Okay, I I understand. All right, Councillor Mahavik, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. All the best. On Global News Radio, I'm Anthony Fury.